0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
2: Hey kids, do you like professional wrestling? I like professional wrestling. I am Jeff Hawkins. This is Shake Them Ropes for the week ending Saturday, October twenty third, twenty twenty two. Joining me as always, Chris Novembrino. Hello, Chris. Hello, Jeff. Also joining us for a grand return, Bobo the Wonder Chimp has shown his, has show, reared his ugly head here, carrying his. Carrying what looks like two big brass balls in his hands and just mocking me incessantly. Bobo the Wonder Chimp, as you know, stock picker extraordinaire, mocking your boy Jeff for not playing DWAAC. Uh, looking at it at nine, thought it was gonna be shorted to six. Two days later, pops to one seventy-five. <laughs> I just went, and Bobo's here in his gold Lambo, just looking at me, just shaking his damn head.
1: I think you might have buried the lead. Someone else is oh, making no. a big return. Oh no!
2: K- Kani, the, the, shake them ropes. The shake them w- ropes. WWE apologist, Canny, is that what? Is, or is what wrestling enthusiast,
1: Canny, and also
2: it's a bit of a stand-up comedian,
1: oh, a bit of a really? comic. Oh. Yeah.
2: solid seven from Canny. Are we going to be getting that? Working
1: on it, but doing okay. a little bit of
2: topical humor. Oh, really? Yeah, David Brenner over here. <laughs> oh well, I, I suppose I have that to look forward to. We are sponsored this week by my bookie and Hello Fresh. More on them later. I guess where where do we want to start this week? Because it's not there's not headline news per se, but there is news to be had. Let's start with the oldest thing first. A lot of people talking. Talking those ratings on Friday, Chris, between SmackDown's overrun on uh, slash uh, longer show on FS1, virtually tying the demo with AEW's Rampage. I view this as a lot of nothing, but apparently this is quote unquote important to some people. Here's why I don't view it as important. Yeah, sure. FS1 gets ratings for one thing, baseball. That's it. That's the list. Otherwise, nobody watches that damn network. And it was on a network different than, and SmackDown was on a network different than its normal show. So I, I just, I don't, I didn't get all the hubbub about people bragging and this beat, this segment beat that segment, blah, blah, blah. I, I just, I, I understand we want, and I'm with people there for the most part, I want somebody to punch Vince McMahon in the mouth.
1: get me wrong i do i do Like, let's even go further then and say that what tony khan and aew are doing right now very much is a punch in the mouth to vince mcmahon and we have seen a number of reactions to tony khan and aew not the least of which is a complete and total restructuring of nxt that is very much a I just got punched in the yes. face. I yes, need it is. Chain. You are
2: you are exactly correct on it. Yes, NXT taking its ball and going home and running and and virtually blowing up its show is is a big win for AEW.
1: My butt here okay. is that I find so much of the week to week discourse around these numbers, uh, these ratings numbers, to be very silly because it's always about who won the week. And very seldom is there a conversation getting equal amounts of bandwidth on Twitter, equal amounts of time on the air about the two-month, three-month outlook. Or, you know, like looking back, what are the numbers looking like over the last two to three months, which I think is a much more earnest discussion and a much more useful discussion. And, And I also think you can... Have the conversation about ratings performance separate from is AEW Dynamite and Rampage a better one-two product punch than SmackDown and Raw? Spoiler. Yes, yes absolutely, absolutely it is. Absolutely. It's totally 100%. For anybody it.
2: saying I am on the WWE payroll or whatever, I enjoy Dynamite and Rampage far more it's, far, is like such far an more. easy watch it's it is so fun no this show was started because the lane and and, and, and voices was for wwe centric with some stateside interest and that's what we were doing here here's my other thing i he, it, my other thing about the discourse was was about all these wrestler tony khan interviews in the press and especially roman reigns's comment that aew has a certain ceiling to it while wwe plays more to the casuals i think he's half right at least i think wwe does play the more casual fan base a more family friendly tone down on the violence dopey stories dopey comedy you bring your kids to there to do the sing-alongs and do your do the different chants and they still get to watch wrestling but it's WWE's always been like this. It's always been kind of wrestling for dumb people, in my opinion. Or not yeah, dumb or, people.
1: It, or like wrestling as an adult event. So like there is no the wrestling your- as
2: a family event, not an adult well, event.
1: No, but- no, no. But like they also use it for corporate likes. Like if you ever sit in the lower bowls and stuff, there it's not die hard fans. There are diehard fans in the lower sections, but in a lot of cases you're sitting among people who are there for office related things and they don't even know what's going on in the show. In a lot of cases, some of the best seats in the house are being occupied by people who are not particularly interested in what's going on one way or the other.
2: I mean, and I tell this story a lot and I, I'm, I'm, I apologize for those who are longtime listeners, but for new listeners, you know, I used to go to, events and i'd go to the takeover the night before and i'd go to the big event the next day and those crowds are night and day and they were because nxt was trying to go into what is now the aew audience the indie off audience the work rate wrestling whatever whatever you wanted it was it was a lot of you know people were fans of japanese style people were fans of old style whatever while wwe was a far more you know casual (laughs) mom's there to root for Natty and the kids are there to root for their favorites and and whatever type of thing. And, and it's, I don't think this is a bad thing. I don't, I think I, I kind of like having two different audiences for wrestling for the most part. The problem is, is, is Roman right in that there is a ceiling for AEW. And I think that's possible. Yeah, I think but it's like, very there's a possible.
1: ceiling for all of wrestling. Yes, I was yes, the faces. yes. I was making no. You're the exactly faces correct. Rule. You're exactly it, it, correct. There's a ceiling, and that ceiling seems to be dropping. I, uh, but I know that that's 1. not.
2: 5, there are 1.5 million fans, tops, of professional wrestling in the United States.
1: And five to ten years ago, there were two and a half million. Um, so I, I don't know, like,
2: and 15 years ago, there were. You know 80 million fans or whatever it was you know back back during the attitude era when it was one of the highest rated things to be seen it's just it's it's it's
1: a different thing i've made this argument
2: as well it's possible that on the whole if you look through it from a macro timeline wrestling may have just outlived its usefulness with things like reality television and mma and things that do pro wrestling better than pro wrestling does at times
1: yeah, I mean, and you even now have this new sort of B level boxing league stuff. Where yeah, it's a, celebrity yeah, boxing, it, so you can get uh, your
2: kicks on the violence there.
1: Yeah, it, there's promo. You're more likely to believe that that guy's really punching that guy. Like, oh, but he really did punch him. Um, I, you, you do kind of get your kayfabe back in these sort of worked fight things. Um, I, 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 I'm with you. I, I just think that maybe wrestling is competing against. A much broader market of things now and it's also the stars of today who I like I mean and you know the the real star of the last decade here Brian Danielson uh I mean he is and he would even say this himself so I don't think I'm like being you know mean or you know unfair to brian danielson i love him he's a fantastic wrestler he's not the Rock or stone cold steve austin in terms of the character work that is necessary to connect with millions and millions and millions and millions he i mean that being said like yes the yes movement in 2013 the way it resonated with uh what was the San Francisco, San Francisco Giants. That's yes, a, that's a baseball correct. team. Yeah, yes, there we go. Are. There we are. Uh, like uh, th- th- that, that was an thing. evil
2: vile baseball team, but yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not here to cast dispersion. I'm sorry.
2: I'm a little sore. The Dodgers just got eliminated, but please continue.
1: I believe they're a national league team. You are correct. Nice. Yeah, there we go. I know some baseball. Um. So anyways, Brian Danielson, able to connect, with like a, a broader market, but like not at the same level as Austin or rock. And like, that's, that's okay. Um, but it's sitting with Roman Reigns. Like he's not, he's, he's nice. He, 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 he's a nice wrestler. Uh, he's not the rock. And I, I think he's never going to be the rock and that's okay. He probably, I think he probably could be better than what he is. Uh, but, He's fine, but th- there's a ceiling on Roman reigns. Mm-hmm. So like, I-, I really look at this as a projection thing.
2: Yeah. Kota Bushi out for a while of the getting a little new Japan news with mixed in with your, uh, with your grabs during the G one finals, did a Phoenix splash and dislocated his shoulder match was stopped your winner. <laughs> Okada. So I, uh, so that's, uh, you invest all that time watching the G1 and uh, he's going to be out for a while. There were thoughts. He might be part of this uh, forbidden door policy that might come into AEW. Those, those plans, if any, now on the schneid for a bit. Uh, any thoughts on koto Bushi's injury or did you see it?
1: Uh I hope he gets well soon. Uh with regards to no, I I hope he doesn't recover. Uh, no, a low no. bar there
2: Chris but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh with regards to the G1, look Jeff, uh I think that a journey is not about the destination <laughs> but the trek. And i I
2: try and watch it every year and by day three i'm like i'm already behind i'm oh, screw this
1: <laughs> I, you and i talked about this i think off air yeah. and my thing with the g1 i do like it I, and i like the round robin format as a way of telling stories and so there are years where the g1 has been really quite good but it really requires the entire new japan roster to kick a lot of ass and i They are slowly starting to rebuild, but Mm -hmm. they've got a ways to go before they can kind of get back to where they were, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013, for me, at least.
2: Kylie Ray canceling bookings this weekend and next to focus on her mental health issues, which she says have reoccurred. And also in part due to her coping with, with stress with uh, drugs and alcohol, or at least marijuana and alcohol. Um, I'm, I'm going to be unpopular here and I'm, I'm fine with this. Uh, once I'll, I'll give it to you when this is now f- three or four times that this has happened with mental health issues. And I, I am empathetic to people with, with mental health issues. And at the same time, I'm also empathetic to, there are people relying on you to make money. There are people relying on you to have a good to when, when they market you in a match, your opponent is, is counting on part of that house to come in all these other things. If it's, if it's the wrestling business that is causing your stress and God knows it might be because I believe her fiance is a wrestler. She's been in wrestling since I believe 17. If it's the stress of the industry, no matter how good you are, maybe it's time to become an accountant or get another job somewhere else where you're not going to have these types of negative, uh, neg- negative, negative uh, uh, stimuli in there. And I feel the same way also about quite frankly, the Kyrie Irvings and the Ben Simmons of the world because a, a little bit, uh, it's one of those days where I, I just think of those two as, I, I think they want the money, but they don't want to play basketball anymore. In
1: some ways, right? Like how much of the Irving thing is actually about Irving's yes. uh, stances, and how much of it is just Irving has kind of a. Long I don't think history.
2: Irving's wanted to play in six he, years. To be yeah, honest, yeah, right, with. right. He has a long history
1: of not really showing, let's say, competitive and fire. It's and
2: it's a bad apples to apples comparison with Kylie, who is ju- she from all accounts is just an absolute sweetheart. But if if but if this business is what is making you miserable, and here's where I can come in. Comedy made me miserable in every way. It made put me in a bad headspace. It made me uber competitive with people I should have been calling friends. You know, I, I'd walk into a club and I go, "I'm funnier than all of you. Piss off," kind of thing. And I gave off that vibe quite a bit because I was always just really concerned of my career and my things. And she's not like that at all. I get that, but whatever is going on here. Somebody needs to be some tough love here and tell her, look, go away until the issues are resolved. And, hey, we'll be here when you're ready. But this can't be a dip your toe in the water type thing. It has to be you're either all in or all out type of thing at this point, because this has now happened three or four times.
1: Yeah, I think you've kind of talked me into your position here, too. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> no, I, 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 I think I agree with you on this because it's it. This is wrestling, especially independent wrestling, is different than the a the employer-employee relationship many of us have in our employment situations. So with a wrestling promotion, you know, promotion sort of makes it seem like, oh, okay, this is a federation. It's not a federation. It's actually like. A tool that promotes a match, a match that happens between person A, business person A, and business person B. Because um, the match has worked, right? Like, we know this is not, like, actually, like, a real versus match. Like, this is a worked encounter yes. between these two people done at this, fed rate done on the stage, essentially in the theater of this you know theater, uh, you know GCW, let's call it, you know, and it's a ring, uh, but that it's essentially it's a play. Um, everyone, everyone implicitly has to trust that you're gonna be there, and like I, I am with you. Like, look, the the first time, if you show back up and you're like, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't ready yet, uh, I think that that's an honest, reasonable. I'll, thing I'll give that you that second you're,
2: time you're, too. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah,
1: yeah. You'd be you'd be a, almost a monster to feel any other way. Um, but I think before you kind of like re-rack and decide you want to roll it back out there again for the third time, you need to be able to look the other people in the eye and go, you can trust me. And essentially it's, it. it you can betray someone's trust unintentionally. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like, I don't want, like, I know it's going to sound like when I say you can't trust Kylie, Smiley Kylie, Um, that's going to sound like malicious and i don't mean it like that no you mean her head's not
2: in the game completely
1: right i i I mean yes like it's sort of like if i go to pass her the ball it hits her in the face that's what i mean when i say you can't trust her yes uh yeah like like that and that is dangerous that's bad if you
2: have me up for a suplex i don't want you thinking how how depressed you are right now
3: kind of thing
1: (laughs) right uh and there are other wrestlers like there are Certain wrestlers who are fairly notorious, like if you go and take a dive on the outside, and some of those we might say are malice too. If you go and take the dive on the outside, they're not necessarily going to catch you.
2: Hold on, I need uh, to sneeze. Miss. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> and, and like that, that what I would say would be malice here. Yeah. This is, this is, this, isn't this is not malice.
2: This is just no,
1: no, is... no. This is not malice, but this is at the same time still resulting in a scenario where you can't trust on day one what Kylie is going to say on day 15. Yeah. Um, you, Cause you might get weeks into promoting a match um, when you could have taken a match with someone or someone else somewhere else. um, And maybe even made more money. You decided to work the Kylie match. And because you work in the Kylie match, now you're not doing any work whatsoever. Like in that sense, it is doing real injury. Like, you know, financial injury is real injury. So yeah, yeah, I I, 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 I'm with you. Like, I, I do think that like, I want her to get well. I, I, I want to stress that like it, it explicitly mental health is really serious. Mm-hmm. Um, it, It's really serious. Uh, I have lost friends due to their mental health issues, not getting addressed in a timely manner. I, I really want everyone to do that and prioritize that. Um, At the same time, like, you know, I, I also think that it's time to maybe put the, have someone go and have the talk with Kylie. Like, look, until you can look everyone in the eye again and go i'm good i got this i'm gonna be here for this match you can book it is a this. team
2: sport in some yeah, ways in it which is a hey team sport. we need you to be there for the team and if you're not there for, for the team we got to move on for a bit
1: i mean if it, like okay another way to think about like you know in my world if this is the bass player in my band of course, I would feel some loyalty to the bass player of my band. Like, you know, we've been doing shows and everything. But at a certain point, if I can't trust that you're going to make gigs, I'm going to need to get another bass player. Yes. At least until I know that you can make gigs again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 believe that you can make gigs rather than hearing you say you can make gigs. Right. Right. Uh, ra- rounding up our news, Macy Estrella Kadiak, I think that's how you say it, or Kadiak. 31 aka lacey evans had her second child decided to give birth at home because she felt she had wanted her daughter to be there and there would be restrictions on her husband if they gave birth in a hospital vaccine uh, <laughs> so she gave birth at a recliner at home uh it's gonna be a different world when she comes in because we got a lot to talk about later but uh yeah congrats to her uh before we get into the other news of the week and other things, I want to give a shout out to our first sponsor, MyBookie. When it comes to gambling, you always want to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. That's why you should bet with MyBookie. MyBookie and bet on all your favorite sports with exclusive promotions, contests, and more to find your winning bet. Right now, when you make your first deposit with MyBookie, you'll instantly receive double your first deposit. It's easy. All you have to do is go up to MyBookie.ag, sign up, use my promo code ROPES. And my bookie will double your first deposit instantly up to $1,000. That's your promo code? That, that is my personal promo That's your promo, promo code. It's your, pro- your, promo code your, your promo, promo code is yeah. rope. That's
1: your – yeah, wow. That's, that was, my, and that was, that's <laughs> mine too. I, I could use ropes if I wanted to, <laughs> which is the promo code to get double your money for when you do the entry.
2: How's that for fast money? Use your extra funds to bet on this week's biggest games, including the battle between the Chiefs and the Titans, where airmail offense takes on smash-mouth football. Look for the score to run up quickly. Bet the over that game already happened this promotion is only available for a limited time so don't miss out head to mybookie.ag, use my promo code ropes r-o-p-e-s and secure double deposit bonus today that's promo his code, promo code. That, that's our uh, it's our promo code mr hand that's promo code rope so you can double your funds to double your winnings bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie all
1: use right just promo code
2: let's let's go in order then uh crown jewel Oh yeah, I have,
1: I thank you, that, I'm glad that you chose the order of crown jewel here, uh, because I have a new rule, Jeff, last uh-huh. week you rolled out your rule about uh, NXT, <laughs> I'm still gonna watch it, but I I'm done, it. I am done watching Raw on weeks that there is a network event or whatever, because they have become <sighs> absolutely pointless, like a pointless three hours where if there's anything of you, someone will tell wow. me about it or not.
2: Allow me to, to, to go in my head for a second, which is a messed up place full of arcane references and dumb songs that nobody likes and things like that. I was thinking, let's go in order between Crown Royal and whatever the hell this Smackdown title exchange. Crown Royal. Crown Royal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Yes,
2: just drink it a little bit. No, uh, Crown, <laughs> Crown Jewel. Jeez. <laughs> oh, crown royal not a sponsor but we'll certainly take their sponsorship crown jewel and and that debacle on smackdown between becky and charlotte which is now news uh because it's no longer rumors and innuendo Uh, i have further information on that but crown jewel if you're gonna watch one one pay-per-view that takes place in a (laughs) bloodthirsty regime (laughs) where they
1: uh anyways uh they say it's Riyadh season.
2: Uh, let's, let's not, uh, let's not uh, despite all the jokes, it's just a fun pay-per-view to watch at times because it focused on the positive throughout most of it before doing the screw job finish in the main event. They didn't have a lot of screwy crap before that that made you upset everything. They gave people, Xavier Woods, king of the ring, did not see that coming at all uh (laughs) the queen's crown tournament took a total of 20 minutes (laughs) about uh Zelina vega beating uh, do drop there the triple threat pretty good match between all the women i thought i thought this show overall was a lot of fun this is oh here's the other thing i buried the lead a bit best goldberg match probably other than the lesnar trilogy and the laparca squash, which will always hold a high place in my heart, I think.
1: But over, I think I think you have to understand what crown jewel is and what it isn't. What it isn't, uh, we riff about a lot, which is um, an ethically clean and squeaky feel good about how you are feeling as you are watching the whole event, sort of thing. What it is is a decently well done nostalgia show that is playing regularly to a house that is pretty excited to see the show that they're getting. And that always helps. And because this is a high paid event and a high paying event and important to WWE business event, they make sure that the work on the show is up to a certain level and the work has been there. Um, you, edge in Seth Rollins, I thought, was pretty yeah. darn good. Yeah. Let, like, let's, like,
2: let, let me let me piggyback on your statement because what Saudi Arabia wanted was they wanted a WrestleMania level event. And the first year, they uh they they tried with this stupid largest Royal Rumble ever, with a you know a bunch of quote and really from the reports, if you remember, they they wanted Yokozuna and The Ultimate Warrior, both of whom no longer taking calls uh you know it was a bit of a mess it wasn't very good they did the cheap heat segment with iran the iranian flag and Arya davari as you recall and wasn't very good to be honest with you and there was a lot of anger coming from both parties about that the next year they came back they held a pretty i would say decent card i wouldn't say great card but of course that was marred by the fact that you had a plane on the runway being held hostage for a number of hours after the show while while certain senior management and stuff got to fly out of the country of their own accord, it was a show. It was a decent show, but it wasn't anything to write home about. I think this was the year they got it right. They just decided to load up on all these gimmick matches and all these things, and a few big names, but not all big names necessarily in terms of nostalgia.
1: Right, right. They they made sure to balance out the nostalgia with the work. Yes. So yeah, yeah. So you don't have Undertaker and Hunter and HB Shizzle trying to, you know, get it going one more time because there's a big Saudi payday going on here. Um, I, I Yeah, I think they have a good formula for what they're doing there. Do I get it's- the warm and squishies <laughs> about what they're doing there? Absolutely yes. not. I'm just judging oh, you the get product. The squi-
2: you get the squishies about what they're doing there.
1: I, I Look, here's the thing mbs is reforming saudi arabia we're now about five years in and i think you can see that
2: i said sarcasm i take it <laughs> uh look here's the weird thing to me is that you watch this and there was a raw like this earlier or maybe it was another pay-per-view and i forget what it was but it's like they can do crowd pleasing stuff they can make you happy if they want to.
1: You can see the stuff that you look forward to seeing, and that's the thing that kills me. So that, that means sort of the worst part about it is there's a perverse sort of I enjoy not giving the crowd what they want. There thing. is. Vince, it's to get the heat. pathologically knows what would make a crowd have a good time. And when he goes to Saudi Arabia and he knows that he's not coming back. And also this contract's really sweet. He's not going to try to push any buttons uh, in Saudi Arabia.
2: And sure looked fantastic in this. This was a match that over the Mancer Ali match over delivered in many, many ways. It got over the hometown hero. And then Ali gets the heat back, but in service of getting another hometown hero over again. the the karate guy who took off his mask and everybody in the crowd knew he was, even if I had no idea who
1: that guy was. And he took 10,000 years to get to the ring. That was one of the longest walks of the ring I've seen.
2: I Here's the note he got. Don't think you're rushing it because if you think you're rushing it, you're not, you need to slow down. So he slowed down but he slowed down to the Undertaker, Randy Orton type of pace. They could have played voices and he would have been down there in time. Yeah, I, it, it, and then of course they had to put Mansoor and Ali right back there. They're rematching, they're rematching almost an AJ against RK bro again on Raw. It's like, what are you, why, why do you do this to us? It's like, it's like, well, they they paid a lot of money. We gotta we gotta make them happy. It's like, hey, I paid a lot of money to go to WrestleMania, and you're still gonna be ref bumps and screw jobs and all these other things. I I I I, uh, I think it over delivered. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna over praise it too much, but I think it definitely over delivered in the in the man. This is what I should watch when it when it, when you're doing a three hour pay per view and it goes by as a breeze, and then you end you can end with some screw job stuff to set up a main focus for your shows and and everybody and everybody will forgive you for it because you didn't do it in the run up to the main event.
1: It was a perfectly fine show. I I don't love it. It's not like going to be like one of my all time favorite shows or anything like that. I will forget it tomorrow as a matter of fact. Very likely. But if that was the quality of show that WWE was having on a regular basis, we would be having a different conversation about WWE on a week to week basis that's all i'm saying
2: and then we get to the next day in wichita which they 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 gave you <laughs> guys we we flew 19 hours all the way back from Saudi Arabia to come to this podunk town of Wichita, Kansas. They said that almost over and over again, downgrading Wichita over and over and over again. Guys, we came to friggin' Wichita, 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 Wichita. With that,
1: kinda- oh, I, I here's the thing. It's about time that someone came in and took Wichita down a peg, <laughs> but- not Abilene. They gotta come in next, but Wichita <laughs> has been out here. This chip on their shoulder, like they they've done something. What they ever done? <laughs> linemen? Wichita linemen? Who they ever beat. <laughs> right, exactly.
2: <laughs> but we get to a segment that everybody knew was preventable. If you had just had Bianca Belair beat Charlotte on Monday, have Sasha beat uh who has a belt Oh, beat
1: Becky, Becky, Becky,
2: have her beat Becky for the title for the SmackDown. Title. Then we don't have to do this awkward segment, which at first I thought they were just corpsing because they were laughing, but no, there is some obvious, obvious heat there. And that has been confirmed by sources within the company to me personally, that uh, this segment uh, went off the rails a bit because people were doing things that uh, weren't planned on. And, calling things accidents that weren't exactly accidents. And uh, let's put it this way. If Charlotte Flair is going to act out, (laughs) something needs to be done with her, to be honest with you, because it was obvious to me that she was the one doing it. And I get that her boyfriend's no longer with the company. I get that her dad's no longer with the company. I get that she, (laughs) she might not even be happy there anymore. She might not be happy doing wrestling anymore. She may want to go have a family, but she has a contract and she has to honor it. But apparently there's, she was trying to do a cat and mouse thing with Becky. And there was an argument over whether Becky should be able to be Becky two belts for a second before giving the belt over. And look, do the do the thing as written it doesn't matter if if, if you just script it where Sonia has both belts gives one to the other and they just kind of stare each other down and then Sasha comes out you have it solved but instead there's personal ego involved in worked title reigns and I, I just this is the type of thing where talent would be buried from on high by guys like JBL and Booker T and those types of people this behind is like the one for, of the few times where one of those guys
1: would be useful it would actually be good to have a jbl or a booker t or like one of those guys who oftentimes has obnoxious takes because in this case their old man take is absolutely right guys these are not real titles uh you did not actually like win the smackdown world title <laughs> and the smackdown world title means nothing it is a prop on a television you show you are actors you are actors doing <laughs> stunts like yeah, like this is the, it the, everything she's trying to take my shine and show me everything out. i at first Before we found out, we found out at first I was reading this and I thought, oh, well, this has to be just like more working because there's no way that these grown ass adults could possibly be so petulant and childish that they have gotten deluded to the point that they think that like the raw title and the smackdown title are titles that mean anything <laughs> let alone that swapping one for the other is somehow a, like a downgraded prestige i want to like, be becky two belts for a moment well, n- i want to no. be the
2: queen and i have 18 for a, 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 a. it's like my god you two what, what is wrong with
1: you two i don't want to be the raw champion Raw cha- that, that's a meaningless title yeah. i like being the smackdown title first time that's- i it's got, okay. yes. it's got a lineage lineage. first
2: time i watched this i went okay the belt accidentally fell out when they were doing the cat and mouse thing which apparently they weren't supposed to do they weren't supposed to do the cat and mouse thing it was it was something that charlotte did on the fly apparently but when that happened and, and the belt flew out or whatever and then went down on the ground i thought the two of them were corpsing i thought they were laughing and i was going out the rails and that vince was going to be furious when they went back you ruined this segment because we were going to take this super serious, blah, 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 blah. But instead I watched it back another time. It's obvious. Becky is just staring a hole in Charlotte and basically kind of asking Sonia, what the hell is this (laughs) kind of thing? And there is, there, there was some, uh, there were some words exchanged in the back. Very interesting to me because the two of those, those two used to be very, very tight. And I can see this being a deal breaker over two phony titles and a ceremonial switch up. I just, I watched this and I, and you read the fallout and you know, some of this is going to make TV in some, in some way because they like doing that
1: type of thing. Well, Okay. But here's the thing that what is happening right now, backstage is infinitely more interesting than anything that is happening on stage. So I kind of, I'm rooting for that. I'm rooting for their bad impulses to kick in and, (laughs) Because well, here, here's the bad. Uh, I, I, impulse. Bianca, what is, what is... Bianca stinks. Sasha okay. stinks. Yes. Charlotte stinks. This Becky. I'm a heel, except that like nobody in the world acknowledges me as a heel character. And like, they continue to write all the finishes for her as a heel. And it doesn't matter. Crowds keep cheering her anyways. Yes. It, yes. Like, it all stinks. So if they turn this into whatever is happening backstage, I actually think it'll be a step in the right direction Here's because the where instinct. they are is so you, bad.
2: You can't have the two of them work Survivor Series, which seems to me that this is the path that they want to take, is that Charlotte and, and Becky do Survivor Series and meanwhile, Sasha probably takes the loss, which is a shame to Charlotte again. Because that's all she does is lose to Charlotte pretty much. I... I, I I booked I book Sasha Becky for Survivor Series. And I tell, I tell, but somebody else brought this up. And you also have to remember, I mean, Charlotte has had, she got taken off of WrestleMania because of the medical thing. If you recall that the, uh, the accidental or the, the incorrect COVID test that came back positive.
1: And, and to your point about Sasha, Sasha's probably still in the doghouse yeah. be, because of things
2: uh charlotte went nuts on naya that one time in the ring you recall that there there's a there's a certain thing that has me a little worried about charlotte's mental health here too if she's taking these things this seriously or if she's trying to get fired i don't know yeah, and,
1: and, and you do actually to this point kind of get worried potentially about wwe Gorg. This is really interesting. WWE in, in a certain voice going. This is really interesting. Yeah. Let's have let's have a match a notice qualification match between Becky and, and Charlotte uh, and see what, let, let's just see where this goes. Let's let's change the draft
2: and bring Charlotte back to we'll make a trade. We'll put Bianca back on SmackDown to Pre- forget the wild Sasha. Card rule. Oh the wild card. You know. Oh no, well, we have to change it again because it's, it was was the quarterly visitor pass or whatever they call it the Too you know, the conjugal like, visit that we're going to do whatever the hell we want and you people can eat it that's that's what they should call this thing oh my goodness it's, it's just a cluster it's like it's like everybody's supposedly acting professional in some ways and then and then you get this thrown in the mix and you're just like what what's going on stop being marks for yourself they're fake titles for god's sake I get that it's important,
1: but this entire women's division, though, in WWE right now between what the Queen's Crown Tournament, the farce that it is that you can watch it in a super cut that is under half an hour that includes the coronation <laughs> ceremony uh and prestigious award Chris come on yeah the the four horse women who are really all of them are bathing themselves in glory right now uh other than Bailey who I guess is like sort of out of the mix at the moment but like the the three who are here are bathing themselves in glory Bianca Belair is in limbo uh Naomi Once a relevant figure has been sort of beclowned by Sonya Deville, whose return was also completely wasted uh, last week. I I mean, like WWE's women's division right now is back to butterfly belt era levels of bad.
2: In terms of character work, they're still good in the ring. Some of them, they just don't get to show it. We got Tony Storm losing in under two minutes, for God's sake.
1: Oh yeah, Tony Storm. Like no, okay, it, it's a better. You're right. It, it is. It is a better division talent wise. Um, the characterization sucks. Yeah, it's not like Oxana's wrestling here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, like oh, I'll that would hurt. Uh, that was, I mean, look, I got, look, you got Chris, Tony got,
2: Storm. You
1: got Oxana. Who's oh, better? Who's really to say? I
2: have PTSD now from the reference of Oxana. Which makes it a perfect segue for our other sponsor today, HelloFresh. Fall can be hectic, but HelloFresh's recipes save time and otherwise spend on meal prep, Save time you'd otherwise spend on meal prepping, get it right. Grocery shopping and shopping, so you can focus on getting back into a new routine and spending quality time with the family. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. You also get better value. HelloFresh is over 30% cheaper than grocery stores, which are getting pricier by the day, with pre-portioned ingredients that ensure you won't spend money on excess food while also saving you a shopping trip. Now, now for me, when I cook, I I usually get your choices of two or four people that you can get these meal plans for. I get it for two, that way I can have leftovers. But cooking and eating is a social type of event. I'd kind of like to do that again, but I'm antisocial for the most part, but I do like meal kits because I suck at measuring Chris. I do. It's one of those things where it's like they give you the exact amount of the ingredients you should use. No more, no less. And it's one of those things where it's like, I'll I'll always put too much of something in there. So I I do enjoy uh, the hello fresh experience.
1: Look, especially if you're learning how to cook. Yes. I think, and, and there is no shame especially if you're someone in their early to mid-20s or let's say like you're in your mid-30s and you're trying to learn how to cook like this is not my situation but like look if there's comes a point in your life where you want to learn how to cook and yes you can just pop on a, you know a cooking show and try your best to follow along with what the cooking show does okay sure um but a service like this is convenient because you're getting everything brought to you and it gives you the experience of sort of like
3: what's going on guys this is rich from the flagship podcast here on the voice addressing podcast network and i just want to let you know about a brand new sponsor we have for the network it's eufy and let me tell you a little bit about their newest product the eufy video smart e330 this isn't your everyday smart lock this is a smart lock a 2k camera yuffieofficial.com slash video lock and we thank them for sponsoring the voice wrestling podcast network
0: what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.
1: Doing some of these steps with some of the other in-between steps taking care of you so that you can get better at let's say doing, you know, the basics of using your skillet for example, um, making sure that you're attentive to that, not necessarily worried about how thick did you cut all the peppers? That yes. can be a real pain in the butt. Honestly, like, you know, this, they, they know how thick to cut everything so that the cook times are evened out and everything. there's just a lot of guesswork that's removed. So if you're, if you're learning how to cook, it's a wonderful this service. This is the
2: best thing for me. It's not just for meals. Their marketplace features a variety of snacks like this fall's pumpkin cinnamon rolls to get you in the blue for cozy season. That sounds amazing, but if you want this, go to HelloFresh.com slash VOW14. That's VOW14 and use code VOW14 or VOW14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Once again, that is HelloFresh.com slash VOW14 and the code VOW14 for 14 meals, including free shipping. I love
1: cozy season. You know, (laughs) don't you like cozy season? I like cozy season. I don't
2: get that in LA though.
1: Yeah. I don't because it's I, think, like you, I feel you get like you cozy a week, season can be like a mindset. You, get a week you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, I like I like autumn on the East Coast. I like apple cider and donuts and some people like pumpkin spice. I'm not into that thing, but yes, well, I uh,
1: feel like you could crank the AC and get like a hearthy candle and, you know, curl up uh, with a bathrobe and drink cider. Yeah, and that's cozy season. Yeah, no, I, I like that's that. you, that's your own little cozy You get a, season. You get a
2: little college football on, on the TV to remind you of fall. Yeah, I, I really do enjoy that. But with that, we now open up the lazy river of wrestling criticism. Any show you've watched, any match you've watched, any topic you wish to bring up, now is the time to do so on our trademarked now. Lazy River of Wrestling Criticism. Chris, the floor is yours for your first topic
1: oh man um where to begin okay uh let, let's start with rampage here uh, i just right before we got on the air here i watched uh, andre el Idolo versus pack and i what a fantastic match this was
2: redeeming isn't it for old andrade i believe this is the Andre one of the entire time yes yes i dug this i dug him in pack. I really enjoyed that Rampage show, especially. I, I really liked. Um, <laughs> I did like the setup for for Black and and Rose tonight as as well on on that Rampage show. I thought it was really well done.
1: I okay. Look, we'll, we'll talk about. We'll, get we'll that talk later. About, we'll talk we'll about that later. in a second here. I uh, like. Let's st- I just, I, I'm I'm just talking setup, uh, no, Chris. Right, right, right. Setup. No, I, I, I'm with you. Let, let's let's chunk them out. I think that the setup here. Was actually quite clever. They really, 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 really wanted this crowd to bite and go along with the story that they have not gone along with thus far. Of Cody is a baby face, Malachi Black is the heel, and having Malachi Black just opposed against Pack, um, a, a vulnerable Pack no less, um, and showing like showing up after Pack, you know, squeaks out this win. And going after Pack, really good in cueing the crowd. Boo Black! You don't like Black, it, and, and yes, this crowd has been has been you know babying Black a little bit here, but they weren't gonna baby Black when he was gonna beat down Pack. And then out comes Arn. Arn has the Glock thing going for himself <laughs> now. Uh, like he might, he's more over here coming out of this feud than Cody is. We'll talk about Cody more in a bit here. And like, you got Arn, uh, no one wants to see any harm come to Arn because like now that Arn did the Glock promo, like everyone, no one's going to remember like that the rest of the promo was sort of like all over the place. People remember the Glock line and people like the Glock line and if Black had knocked out Arn, that would have been a boo Black moment as well. So you sort of put Black in like check uh, from two different angles here. Um, Where you've got beating up pack would be a boo black moment. Beating up arm would be a boo black moment. Now Cody, who without these two other checking pieces might be booed out of the building, comes in and makes the save and Cody gets cheered. It works on Rampage. Does it work on Dynamite? More to come in just a bit on that, but I'm with you, Jeff. I thought that what they did on Rampage was about as good as you could possibly make it for this Cody and Malachi Black thing.
2: I think Pac and Andrade
1: was really, really good.
2: Let's get, let's go back to your first point there. I, I really dug this match quite a bit. Oh, it was I, so
1: good, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was like stiff and high flying. Like it was, it was, it, it was, was what I've wanted best, from these yeah. two. Yeah. All right, mine. I'm gonna go to the
2: world of NXT 2.0 because I did eventually watch it.
1: But before we go there, um, was that was what you were kind of going for with the post match of uh Pac and on Andrade and Malachi Black?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, I,
2: and but my thing is, I think uh, I think the story here is that uh, Andrade, Andrade has quote unquote friends, but they're all people from his time in NXT. And they're not going to ever say it because we had FTR do his dirty work for him. And now we've had Malachi black somehow involved with him. So I think that's a little interesting if they continue this. I, I
1: bet you Tony niece is working with Andrade.
2: You have a little Miro possibly in there too. Niece we'll get to in a second. I forgot that in the news, but yeah, Tony niece appears to be part of AEW and uh, buddy Murphy announced for new Japan, which I think is going to be fire. I think that's, that's the perfect place for him. I'm happy for him but I'm going to go to the magical, colorful world of NXT 2.0 because they are hyping on you, baby. No, it is not. But they are are doing Halloween Havoc, which used to be one of my favorite pay-per-views ever, mostly because I have happy memories from my childhood of the debut of Doom, Butch Reed, and Ron Simmons. I watched this triple threat match between one Io Shirai, Uh, what's the other Australian woman's name? It's, it's, uh, Uh, uh,
1: Persia Parado, Persia
2: Parado and JC Jane. I watched JC Jane take a dive and, uh, and, and take a header from that dive to the point where the East German judge even left and said, uh, I'm not, I'm not scoring this East Germany used to be a country kids. They used to have controversies at the Olympics where they'd always score Western nations, lower than communist
1: nations see i think some of the best jokes have explainers at the <laughs> end of
2: them <laughs> i realized well, uh, east germany never heard of that <laughs> there was an east germany was there a south germany too hawkins no it was an east germany it was a communist country when i was a kid um they are next They are on tuesday it's gonna be eo shirai <laughs> zoe stark Persia Parada, Indy Hartwell, JC Jane, and uh, what's uh what's her corporate name now? The redhead. Uh,
1: uh, uh not Gacy, uh, uh Allen Alan uh Gigi Dolan. Gigi
2: Dolan. Dolan are gonna be on ladders for tag team titles. And uh, is uh, JC yeah, Jane still in that match? She is That's... apparently okay, but I don't know wow. if she's still in that match. But let's uh let's state the obvious. Uh to quote the great Whoopi Goldberg and what I believe was an Academy award winning performance in the movie ghost. Ew, you in danger girl. <laughs> I would rather watch ew Shirai and five baby giraffes try and go into a ladder match to do this. She's going to be fine. These other five, somebody may die in this match. Okay. Like I'm,
1: Persia I'm, Parada, Persia Parada. Um, I haven't used the C word in a minute. Um, Wait, but let's, I was, let's see what're we really talking about we're talking here. about clunky Thank i have you. Not, okay. I have not I have not said clunky in a hot minute here and I and I, I was watching but boy if clunky was gonna have a 2021 picture update in the ring here it's Persia parada uh, I, I get that she was a bit lost after what happened to JC Jane. Uh, that being said, she had, like, the length of a short business meeting during the commercial <laughs> break while at a Campbell's Club. Yeah, she yeah,
2: yeah, like, they, call!
1: They, they, like, they all but sent her, like, memorize, like, it, memorandized documents from Vince himself. Grab to a ex- headlock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, to explain the finish of this match to her, which should be fairly academic. Wait, and be- What's the finish? yeah yeah. i yeah. forgot because i think she
2: was supposed to i think she was supposed to take the pen uh mm, now on page three what, <laughs> what are we gonna her, do how does this work yeah and eo doesn't speak that great of english from what i remember too so, that, so she's just they're just both in there just
1: mouth agape while they've got this camel clutch on um <laughs> Yeah, no, but, like, even before that, Persia Parada was not exactly lighting the world on fire with her athleticism and flexibility and uh, dynamic ability to be coordinated inside of the ring. Uh, uh, JC Jane, I I hope that she is well, because I really like JC Jane. And, and like, uh, even in this match, it was, like, her and Io sort of, like, at one level... And then Persia Parada down at this other level. And when JC Jane went down, I was like, oh, God, this is, I mean, it's bad because she's out of all the prospects here. I think the only prospect um, and also just, yeah, dude, uh, no, no, I, I don't want to see anything, you know, bad happen to JC Jane. It's a show. Well, it goes
2: back to what we said last week, talking about how we stop the choreography, stop the dives. Not everybody has to do a dive, kick, punch, work a limb. I don't want to see women of this, and let's be generous here, because Andy Hartwell doesn't have a lot of time in-country either, who don't have that much experience. Now we're bringing ladders into it. Now, it's one thing if 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 they were doing a match that happened to have a ladder in it, but we know WWE doesn't do that. These are set pieces involving ladders and stunts and people jumping off of them, and they're all right they're, their legs are more unstable than most of the women that are going to be on them. And, and they don't have a lot of balance to them either. There are problems with some of them running straight for God's sakes. I, I just, I, EO is going to fly off these things and they're going to catch her hopefully. And hopefully that's going to be it because I am worried for some of these women, if they are going to take bumps off of the ladder.
1: Like no, for real. Like, uh, Persia Parada has no business being on a ladder at this point with her ring footwork. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm always a little hesitant to actually like grade too tough on uh performance because yeah, because I don't know anything. You know, if 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 it's guitar, I can talk. If it's wrestling, I can't. Um, but look, I can tell someone's foot performance is better than someone else's foot yes. performance and, and like it, it's it i mean i i've got eyes i i see what <laughs> i see here
2: all right your turn on the lazy
1: river kid uh Ichi Manjiro jiro <laughs> continues to like the world on fire on a not weekly all. basis you, no, did bring, no, you did not bring
2: you did not use one of your turns for
1: i I, I no he and he, he gets kashida back uh, you got to love the 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 bathroom humor uh, that they brought during the promo here, where you see they're 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 zany because they're from out of the country, and so that's why Iki walked up on Kushida while he was in the bathroom and just started talking to him because because they're zany,
2: Chris. The only thing you were allowed to bring up from NXT 2.0 really was the Creed Brothers versus Imperium, which was a match that I adored. Yeah, I, oh, wa- yeah. I want this as a best of 37. Because the Creed brothers come off as very 1989 varsity club to me quite a bit, and I love it. And I, I just love the Euro trash, uh, <laughs> snottiness of Imperium.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, that was like I, I, when the show opened up with this, uh, I I was ranting at uh, the notorious no show Cody, uh, about how if I was booking. NXT, I would have, like, these sorts of matches on this brand right now. And yeah. Imperium and the Creed Brothers is one of them. And it basically lived up to what my expectations were. I mean, obviously, this didn't, you know, this wasn't, like, a main event-level match or whatever, but I really enjoyed this match. And then outcome MSK, and <laughs> they get booed because uh, they stink. And because it also, because well, they... Bl- they have blindside heard, Imperium.
2: Have you heard the, uh, the, the another issue with MSK? And per, uh, the, apparently, Izzy's parents are, uh, are encouraging booing of MSK because one of them told Izzy not to train at such a young age or whatever. And so, <laughs> look, I'm saying, I'm saying, I think your issue, I think your reason is far more palatable because. They're just annoying on the show, but... Well, they also blindside Imperium. All know each other, too. So I would not put it past anybody to go, hey, they picked on our izzy We're going to boo MSK.
1: No, for sure. But, like, I I mean, again, you know, this is the peril of doing a show in basically one location over and over again. If the crowd really turns on MSK, they're going to have to turn MSK. And they should, because they're annoying.
2: I will go... Uh, I will. I know you have a rant in you, so I will leave leave Cody to you, the other Cody, not no show Cody.
1: Uh, I don't even get me started about that. I, I got rants. I got rants. About that's that
2: part. Of, that's part of the STR expanded universe. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I loved Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes once it got past the first couple minutes. First couple minutes, Dustin Rhodes looked old to me. Looked slow, and then somewhere this just became two mean competitors taking a title competitions, a title eliminator tournament seriously with Dustin yelling at, at him, both of them just smacking the hell out of each other. The ending sequence really was fire to me. And I loved the second half of this match being a David and Goliath story where he's just chopping down the giant until he gets his own level, gets a body scissors on him. Another finisher in in the works. If you ever want to end it for him, in there uh i i've i after the first couple minutes which i thought oh god this is gonna die a death i really came to really love this match quite a bit
1: yeah i i i'm with you on basically all of those takes uh i i did think that dustin needed some help to get some pep in his step once again, Brian Danielson works his Brian Danielson magic and, and elevates the other person he's in the ring. Mm-hmm. Dustin, this does, especially on this night, Dustin Rhodes in there with a person less engaged, not ready to go, not ready to elevate someone else, would have found Dustin Rhodes a tough person to work with on that. Like, like I, you know, Danielson, on the other hand, is able to spirit up the other, per- I, dude, he's just like, he's such a good wrestler. I yes. gush about him all the time, but like this, this run that he's doing right now um, is so illustrative. Every of- time I
2: talk about Dustin, I feel guilty for dismissing him in the eight, late eighties, early nineties, because yeah. I, it's always one of those things where it's like, I don't see much in him. He's dusty's kid. Okay. He's okay. But he's working with great guys like Rick rude and he's teaming with, Barry and he's steaming. Well, with, okay, with D- D- Dustin
1: always had like this really boring character too. So yes. like, like yeah, but but I'm I'm talking about. I mean, that's the other thing with with Dustin. It, Dustin, the last ten years of his career, I mean, no, it, like uh, you have to reassess this guy as a gender, yes. as, as a as a true talented guy too. But Brian Danielson, dude, I, I mean, like I got you about him all the time. It, it it just every match that he has, he it's it's another different way of yes. exhibiting his ability to elevate the people that he works with at this just, like, superior it's level. It's
2: almost like he's taking criticisms of his work previously in the WWE, where people, well, not his criticisms of him, but, well, you can't do this in a professional wrestling match because people will get bored by it. Like, the Vinceisms, And he's going to go, okay, I'm going to show you I can do this. And I'll show you how good this can be. And this one was, was a lot like, well, you can't... Uh, can't work this harder style with this older guy or whatever it was. I don't know what he was trying to prove here, but I like that he's a little more focused. I like that he was was only playing to the crowd right before they started the match. Didn't do it the rest of the time. The rest of the time, he was just focused in a badass, and I like this buzzsaw Brian Danielson type of character.
0: Um...
1: I'm up here. Uh, I, I'll give you a two for here. Uh, O'Reilly and uh, Vaughn Wagner continue to have like negative charisma. What, it's, are, do- what are you doing? It, 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 what, what are you I, I, What am I doing? Why are
2: we bringing that those guys up again? That, guys
1: up again? Okay, I'm 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 doing the lazy. I'm already. I'm already. I, no, 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 I'm no, on no, shake the ropes. So I'm, I'm, I... I'm, I'm trying to be your friend. That's no, what I think doing. you're trolling me doing. because you know I'm not troll. No, no.
2: You know how upset I am that <laughs> Wayne Bloom's kid has then a Wayne Bloom's charisma.
1: I, I do know how Kyle O'Reilly is that.
2: the Kyle O'Reilly is the charismatic one of these two. And that's saying something.
1: I, and i mean this, this was just yet another fun skit. I mean, who doesn't love getting suited up to go bike riding only to be told, we're not going to use any of the bike riding gear that you are wearing or have brought along with you, but you will still need to carry it with you throughout the course of this day. That's fun and funny. Um, uh, Similarly, another level of dynamic charisma is Joe Gacy and his new person, who I'm just going to refer to as Snowflake. Harlan. Uh, Snowflake is good. Um, (laughs) And uh, I I think that what needs to happen is that Joe Gacy needs to feud with um the beer guys the the two dudes who like to drink beer and fight um okay yeah you know I, I think that's ultimately where it's gonna go i was i was thinking though that joe gacy like this this gimmick which sucks and i basically think it's like ill advised and ill conceived if you were gonna do this wouldn't it be better To have, like, Joe Gacy basically out there and talking about, like, if we're looking for a political buzzword, civility. Like, isn't, like, the perfect political buzzword of the moment that, like, ports into a wrestling world like sort of ironically the idea of civility like having this like heel guy coming out there talking about civility and not not safe spaces but like civility in a world where like things are routinely solved by like chair shots and ladder matches <laughs> like, like like, isn't that like where the again i this would not be a thing i'd write but if we were doing that wouldn't that be what we would be doing yes yeah I, that, those are my, those are my two thoughts. Joe Gacy still stinks. And, uh, Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly are the buddy comedy. No one asked for.
2: Uh, I I'm, since I'm leaving Cody to you to start with, uh, I'll just put one more thing in here. I thought, uh, on NXT UK, Jordan Devlin and Joe Coffey was a lot of fun to watch, uh, nice heel versus semi heel match, uh, Devlin getting the upper hand on it, but I'm liking that what they're doing with the Gallus Boys still in here is kind of a weird they're heels, but they're only heels that are in it for themselves. They're not being outwardly evil, they're just they're just self-involved. But uh Devlin and Coffee put on a pretty good show on NXT UK. That's worth a watch if you want to watch it.
1: All right, I've got to sit back here. You can put it on mute. I got a few minutes on Madcap Moss next. Well, you,
2: oh, <laughs> you're you go <going> to Cody. <laughs> And you're going to Madcap Moss. Look, here's, okay, I will give you my quick thoughts if you're actually going to do this. No, No. Xavier Woods is losing this King of the Ring back to Baron Corbin. And Madcap Moss, this is Andrew Rich's thing, and it blew my mind when he told me this. Friend of the show, Andrew Rich. King Corbin and his jester, Madcap Moss. It's coming. Just be ready for it. That's all I'm going to say. I have not been told by the company that this is going to happen. But I can feel it; it feels right to me.
1: Yeah, I I could see that, uh, like old King Corbin. Uh, it, yeah, but I I was actually going to talk to you about Hit Row. Okay. Uh, yeah, Hit Row. Uh, so, I, look, um, I think first we we gotta give it up for Top Dollar. Top Dollar. <laughs> Why? He understands the game that is being played here these days do tell he gets social media and he gets that the audience here in wwe is an audience of one and that like this whole little thing where he was skirmishing with aew and being a good little soldier for wwe this i think uh based on some of the background reporting that we have seen this week here um looks like it portends well for Top dollar getting himself a push, which is good because like right now wWE has a lot of big dudes let so me I,
2: let me add some uh let me add some uh, context to what you just sure. said there reports coming out of wwe the rumor is that hit row the focus of hit row will be top dollar as a single star with Swerve Scott and Ashanti the Adonis as a tag team
1: yeah uh and what? I think it's baffling, um, but at the same time, I think uh, Top Dollar convinced Vince that there, he's going to be a good soldier and that there's something there. And he needed to do that because, look, um, I think Braun Strowman, for all these big dudes, needs to serve as this cautionary tale that, like, you could do well. But like very quickly fall out of favor with Vince, and, and, and like especially now that Vince is trying to find the next great big dude.
2: Well, it's after four years. It wasn't like he fell out of favor like all of a sudden.
1: It, but like when he finally fell out of favor, he fell out of favor really quick. Yeah, yeah like like the what when, when the the deep push of Strowman was is amazing it's amazing yeah, yeah it to, to was it about. was like yeah like i mean it like looking back, it's actually quite stark um how how quickly and thoroughly they de pushed the guy know, um what know. oh yeah i i, yeah.
2: I want see i wanna see if he showed up on uh
1: oh Bound for yeah. glory tonight oh for yeah. sure um but yeah like i i think that top dollar i mean here's the thing top dollar is going to get a push he's not ready for. So this might be a monkey's paw. Be careful what you wish for thing where top dollar. Yeah. Like, okay, you're going to get the singles push. And then people are going to realize that the top dollar match can only go about five and a half minutes and top dollar, please prove me wrong. Like that. You can have a singles match. that Like actually do an honest to God, six minutes at this point. I don't think you can. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh i have nothing else so let's talk cody and then wrap this up
1: okay what i mean was there anything anything else you liked on the dynamite show here tonight i, I liked a lot
2: on the dynamite show oh I liked, well I,
1: oh, you did danielson uh i liked
2: ftr's promo i thought it got them a little bit back serious, and i liked the uh, response from Penta and uh, alex abrahantes who i tend to be down on but i thought he gave a nice little fire oh and this one's coming from alex type of thing i thought that was well done i thought the mjf promo was really well done as well not uh not as high on the uh sean spears wardlow thing but it was well done in terms of the comedic aspect of the account of bill buddy that mjf finally had a promo that uh didn't do a lot of wink wink nudge nudge per se it was kind of he's still a douchebag he's still the biggest jerk in aew which he should be and it, it did quite well for himself i th- Oh, go ahead. oh,
1: you know what, Anna J. I wanted to I, I, like this is a quickie before we get into Cody. Um I didn't I liked the Anna J and Britt Baker match. I think like look, dude, Britt's a good wrestler. Anna J has come a long way like in her character work and in her charisma. Like 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 look, she's a legitimate talent. I I don't think the Rebel and Jamie hater Meddle a little bit on the outside, thus giving Britt Baker an upper hand, is enough of a protecting sort of loss for uh, Anna Jay or or really anyone else. I I think like it's it's hard to look at that type of match as an elevating performance for the type of person for the person who's in it.
2: I don't think she needs to be elevated yet, though. I think she's going to be elevated after this Tay Conti match, probably, and then lose, and then they go on to Thunder Rosa.
1: Mm, yeah, may- maybe so. Maybe so. I don't think uh, they're
2: belting Tay Conti.
1: No, I don't think they're belting Tay Conti. Um.
2: Well, oh, what was the thing I, I did not like? Oh, the Sammy Guevara doing Chris Jericho's circa 2000 promo. <laughs> Who cares if Sammy has to leave the, 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 the inner circle? He's already had to leave the inner circle. We've seen that story before. Uh, who does he pick for uh, American top team? I think, I think the swerve here is it's going to be Junior DeSantis. It's probably going to be Masvidal, but Masvidal is not going to be able to take any bumps. He's only going to be able to give one bump because he has a fight coming up in December. I think he's going to pick Paige Van Zandt to be on the team because they've been bringing her up in promos so damn much. Even though it, even though there's no woman in the inner circle, and I think uh, the idea has been brought up on the other show I do that uh, if the inner circle wins and Jericho gets five minutes with Dan Lambert, I like the old schoolness of this as opposed to having Dan Lambert in the actual match. But who? There's no drama in whether Sammy leaves the inner circle because it's we've seen it before. I I, I think the inner circle should have been broken up after after uh, blood and guts. To be honest with you, but uh, yes, we're we're. Look, this the show's already long. Let's get into Cody and get out of here.
1: Well, I mean, they say AEW doesn't do rematches like WWE does, but like I look at the inner circle and like it. I mean, this is the feud that
2: it. it, It's the feud that won't die.
1: Yes, or or like it's 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 a story that won't die. It's the inner circle together. Right, right. You you change you change who the villain is, but like the actual story is the exact same story over. Can they
2: coexist? Story in some ways too, which we don't like in uh. Canny likes them. I don't.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. Canny does like that kind of stuff. I I I don't care for that. Um, all right. So Cody and uh Malachi Black. Yes. Um Okay, what did you think of the match itself before we get into like I don't know, the reception of the match? I thought
2: other than the Arn Anderson weirdly getting into the ring stuff. And a very disturbing chant of get the Glock, which I guess is now. <laughs> this match brought to you by the NRA. Um,
1: we are getting ever closer to my dream of a gun match.
2: Of a gun on a pole match. That's what we need for wrestling. I thought other than that clunky thing, I thought the match was pretty good. Uh, the ending sequence for me man if if this crowd is crapping on on cody as a baby face now which is interesting and they're going to continue with this booking of him as a baby face i might have called an audible and asked him to do a pedigree instead of the uh instead of the tiger driver 98 i think that would have that would have gotten fans incensed if they were actually going to pull the trigger on a heel turn I was, a little, I, was, I was surprised that Cody won. I'm going to be honest with you. I was surprised that Cody won, not only because of the reaction from the crowd, but it seemed to me the natural thing to do would be on that second crossroads. Aleister Black finds a way out of it, hits, hits his dark mass kick or whatever it is. One, two, three. I didn't expect a clean like this loss to Aleister Black this early. I thought it'd be in his title match and then we can beat him in other places. I'd love to tell you, wait to see how it plays out. I don't know how it plays out though unless unless we're getting some sort of stable with alistair black or malachi black i'm sorry
1: no i I mean if anything it looks like alistair black is getting moved on to associations with andrade like the we've actually already got the the first page of the next chapter of the malachi black storyline here which is i'm going to be associated with andrade and. Uh, it not maybe moved down the card, but maybe moved to another part of the card. Uh, this appeared to have a lot of finality in terms of like this, this was the end of the, the Cody storyline. And I thought it damaged in a way. And I think it's very interesting that Cody won on a tiger driver because yes, okay, the tiger driver does use the double underhook butterfly as the setup. Sure, when the hell but has the, he ever used a tiger driver? Right? and there right? is that one moment. There is that one moment where he's holding it and he's holding it hunter style. Yes, like, yes, and like, like, and 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 I was seeing that, and I was like, oh man, if he wins, he's gonna win on a pedigree. Um, because that like that would like bury uh that would bury black and and like it was just it was interesting and almost sort of weirdly literary that Cody you know doesn't quite do a pedigree but like a as- set effectively in pinning Malachi Black off of what is not even well, his finisher. let me
2: let me add on to your literary thing I look remember all the symbolism of of him taking the sledgehammer to the throne and all these other things and now it seems a lot of the criticism of Cody is very Hunter adjacent. Can I, can I, do you think that's right in some ways there? There's a lot of, Oh, you know, it's because he's, you know, who he's married to and because he's a vice president of the company and that's why he's getting pushed. And.
1: Well, I also think he's working a more boy match than he did like five to seven years ago. I too. agree.
2: I think it, it's very patterned. There's a lot, there's a little, still a little bit. Of, it's a little WWE with some blading in it because he loves to blade in his matches
1: Th- that's the other thing um the blading does nothing for me especially the way he does it because it's so obvious and yes. like it, it just never feels earned and it never looks great um i i i, I, I get i get that your dad liked to blade and so like you kind of want to keep the the tradition alive i mean that's cool uh, but, I guess. but
2: back to the bigger point what's the end game here because i don't get it because is is cody going to be elevated to something because it would this have to be a TNT. This
1: didn't make people love Cody at the end of it. People and that don't really wanna... should be the end The end goal of a babyface wins storyline. It inexplic- should be the babyface yes. is be- more beloved. It's inexplicable to me a
2: bit. I get it. I get that. I don't understand. It, it's Orlando. So maybe that has something to do with it. But I don't understand. I, I get there's a certain Twitter crew that doesn't like Cody. And. I don't know if it's insufficient wokeness, but it feels like it at times. They both run their mouth way too much on Twitter sometimes and say dumb things. Don't get me wrong.
1: But this level of... Uh, I mean, Jeff, the, the man... Or is or, He, or has, is he this, has, like, a neck tattoo that is horrible. Like, like you know, yes, Cody Rose just sort of like a... Attra- yeah, he, 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 he attracts some heat.
2: But I think this is weird because I think people really... I'm not as big a fan of Malachi Black as others, but I think people really want to cheer for him, and they want him to see him to succeed. And and I think it's more of that than hatred of Cody, but hatred of Cody has now become a byproduct of this because Cody chose to work a feud with him, and
1: I mean, work a feud and go over in the feud too, like hostile yeah. style brother. Um, like I, I mean, I think that that I I mean I I because Malachi black also I think he was received really well and people when he came over here were really excited to see him he was a really nice surprise he was launched really well in aew um and he turned in some good matches too he has got he's got a great entrance uh he's got he's got swagger and like it was so nice to see him used correctly after seeing him yes. used so stupidly months prior. Um, everyone was rooting for him to like, you know, have a successful launch. People were sort of like tentatively willing to go along with the heel thing because they want Malachi Black to succeed. Um, but I, I just at the end of this, I, I like I have this like Hogan sort of vibe too, where it's like, you know, Hogan would work with like a guy like Mister Perfect or Ted DiBiase or you know these monster of a fum- earthquake um, and after the he, you know they get done with them like those guys were never able to really scratch around at the top of the card ever again um, like that that was their one little scrape at the top of the card and I think if that is the case they've really missed the trolley here with a mondo babyface push of Malachi Black because I'm telling you that AEW audience would eat up eat up Malachi Black tormenting the super click. Absolutely, 100% would be going, uh, as Gorilla Monsoon would say, going bananas um, for Malachi Black appearing out of the darkness like Sting style and kicking the head off of Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler and there's cold spray going everywhere and Michael Nakazawa and his uh, lanyard. Um, like, Like, people want to cheer malachi black they want him to be a baby face but but beyond wanting him to be a baby face they want this guy at the top of the card mm-hmm. they don't want him as some associate of andrade uh, they view malachi black as a higher end piece of real estate than andrade and he should be treated and pushed as that way um so this is real real malpractice i don't know the politics of why or how or what, but like uh, uh, Malachi Black should be cruising to a match with Kenny Omega. And like right now, actually, what we should probably be building to is like uh, Brian Danielson versus Malachi Black versus some other uh, versus Adam Page. Right. And a Triple threat for the number one contendership for the title for Kenny Omega. Because those are the three hottest kind of single stars that I can kind of think of off the top of my head um, and three natural fits or great chases for kenny omega but they're
2: they're doing that separately they got Paige, who already won the uh the ladder match they have danielson's probably winning this tournament uh <laughs> i think there's gonna be a. it's weird going going into the tournament tonight I, I thought lance archer and he was gonna we're gonna have a nice knockdown job but it looks like archer concussed himself a bit and they called it on the fly i don't believe kingston and danielson was the plan there and, and then you could have built up Malachi Black over here in this world, beating Cody and elevating himself here. So you had those three contender type of stories going already without putting them all together in there.
1: Yeah, I guess you could have a convergence thing happen at some point too down the line. It's just not precluded. I just I mean, OK, I'm with you on this. But I still don't get even if we're doing that I don't get how having Malachi Black lose to Cody Rhodes here is the right move. I
2: don't understand it either it's baffling to me to be honest with you but where's canny Let's just see where it goes. Yeah let's see how it plays out. get your line right you dumb can uh- <laughs> i i write the lines oh okay i'll well, we'll have time for your stand-up uh, next week i'm gonna close the lazy river how about that sound good to you
1: oh okay fine
2: or do you have anything else
1: no no get out of your your little <laughs> tube get remove your six packs please do like don't leave a trace leave no trace is code of nature
2: this has been shake Them ropes. Thank you to our sponsors. My bookie use code ropes. That's our code. Chris and I code R O P E S get double. your We're sharing deposit.
1: that with you. We're, to, we're that's it's <laughs> cool. We're doing that. It's called ropes. It's shared. Up you to
2: $1,000 and also hellofresh slash V O W 14. And then use code V O W 14 for up to 14 free meals, plus free shipping. You can follow me at crap game 13 and follow Chris at D W A T G. You can just follow the show. At Shake Them Ropes All One Word. We are currently part of the Voices of Wrestling Network. You can watch the show if you want to see us give dirty looks to each other at youtube.com/slash voices of wrestling. Chris also has a Patreon where he talks politics. That's where D W A T G comes from. It stands for Don't Worry About the Government
1: dwatka can be found at patreon.com slash dwatka that's d-w-a-t-g it stands for dwatka you can get on don'tworry.tv uh, interesting title for the show, Dwatka. You can check out Don't Worry About the Government there. Go on iTunes, search for Don't Worry About the Government. That's the long form acronymic version of Dwiatka. Uh You can get on YouTube and you can see it as well. Recently, I had on historian Bruce Carlson. Um, we had an hour and 45 minute conversation, some of which was about us being old men in the world of podcasting and kind of how the industry has changed dude like he and i have been doing it a long time and like we had like we ended up going out it's
2: just it's just the notion that if you're old
1: (laughs) well like look podcasting is not that old and when you've been doing it 10 years that is a long time that's true it is yeah like, like that is a long time um i you know uh, i've had guests on and they're like well how long have you been doing this i'm like hey, you know and i'll say however long it is and they'll be like oh wow wow um no it is it's just because it's not that long of a medium um not that i'm old but well cody would maybe disagree but who cares what he thinks um anyways um i had bruce carlson on that was cool um, all right. I guess, I guess we can close out the show here, but, uh, Kenny, Kenny wants to at least do one of his jokes. Like he's he, 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 that's
2: he, all the time we have. We'll see you next week. No,
1: no. <laughs> oh, hey Jeff. All right. This, this is thanks. First of all, uh, great to be back on shake them ropes again. Always, always great to see you. A tremendous hosts here on the show. Better
2: be all a right. good closer. Uh, okay, better so, Close strong. Hey,
1: I, this is a wrestling show, right? Jeff. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh okay. Okay. What's a wrestler's favorite type of gun? What? A Lex Luger.
0: We'll <sighs> see you next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.